0: Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning.
1: And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time.
0: Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 25, where we're discussing Adrift from Season 2 of Lost.
2: The pilot said we had lost radio contact, but by then we were already a thousand miles off course. Any search teams would have given up weeks ago. So you were traveling from Sydney to Los Angeles? Yes. So the world's still out there? As far as I know. Could you tell me your name? My name? My name is Desmond. Desmond, I'm John. You should know the gun is really unnecessary. Yeah. So I should just hand it over to you then, should I? How many of you are there? Uh, Forty-three. But um, four sailed out this morning on a raft. A raft? <laughs> that that simulated sunlight is that because you never leave? Uh, is, is there is there another way out? How many of your group have gotten sick? Sick? Sick. As in ill, as in dead. Is that why it says quarantine on the inside of the hatch? Answer the question. No one, had. No one. No one is sick. Get up. Move. Stand right there. Do you know to use this box, man? I haven't seen one of those in 20 years. Do you know how to use it? Yes. Sit. Right now, listen carefully. Type in exactly what I tell you. Understand exactly, nothing else. Four. Eight. Fifteen. Did you hear that? What? What did you just put in? What number did you just put in? Fifteen. Right. Sixteen. (laughs) Twenty-three. Forty-two. Press execute.
0: everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. We have a few things, a few changes coming to the show. Um, we'll get into those a little bit later, but, you know, as this second season of Lost starts here, uh, we wanted to kind of freshen things up, add a couple of new little tidbits to the show, but we'll, we'll get into those more later. Um, also, I wanted to make sure and let everyone know or remind everyone, as if they didn't know already, that we are one month away from the beginning of this fifth season of Lost. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, what do I think about it? I'm, <laughs> well, I'm not nearly as excited wait. as you guys are. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty darn excited, and I know that there are a lot of other people out there are as well. I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, we're one month away. Actually, um, our next episode will be exactly one month away. But, um, yeah, we'll save that for later. Um, actually, there's a little bit... Um, of an interesting story, we'll have to talk about later in the episode, and yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll save that. <laughs> so we're uh, this is a drift. It is a Walt and Michael and his wife. It's a centric episode to all of them. Yeah. But let's let's jump in here. Um, the first thing I had was um, character front. You know, Sawyer saves Michael's life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. From the you know the raft is totally blown to, sh- to shreds, and um, Sawyer pulls him out of the water. Um, you know, Michael's basically dead, yeah. and Sawyer beats on his chest, saves his life.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, for whatever reason, I guess his beating on the chest technique must work because this is, you know, <laughs> multiple times that we've seen yeah. this happen. And he was
0: chain, trained by Jack. Yeah, exactly.
1: Firsthand. He's he's you know he knows Jack saves lives, so he could do the <laughs> same thing. But it was a big character thing for Sawyer, I thought. Right. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody I well I don't think they would I mean especially what we know about Sawyer I didn't think he let Michael die but right. the the intensity yeah uh, he was what definitely
0: I, really determined yeah, to, exactly. to help Michael out
1: and um you know it's whenever Michael did revive mm-hmm. um it wasn't uh it wasn't like I don't know just the, the way Sawyer acted afterwards it was so um you know, you could tell that, you know, he was excited and relieved that Michael was back and, right. and, uh, but he didn't jump right in and say, you know, I saved your life, you know, yeah. which was a big thing to me because right. normally that's a Sawyer thing to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. You he know. had a little bit more humility and he wasn't, you know, making a big deal about how he had just, you know, yeah. saved Michael's life. Exactly. Well, next thing I had is, you know, we see Michael, um, talking with a lawyer about Brian and Susan wanting to adopt Walt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan, you know, had just gotten a job in Rome um, and they were wanting to take Walt with them. She and Brian. Right. Um, Michael wants to fight their adoption of Walt. And, um, you know, Michael was very interested in preventing them from taking Walt, regardless of the the legal fees that might be required.
1: Yeah. Um, It was interesting to me because... Obviously, this is a, and we get to see kind of a more in-depth uh, in look at Michael's struggle to, uh, you know, keep Walt in his life. Right. Um, but it was a little weird to me because Walt at this point was not already was not in his life. Right. Um, but like you said, um, Michael was bound and determined to keep him from going to to Rome, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and I guess maybe in his mind, if he if he gave up for the rights, that he would never seem. I think he was holding on to. A little bit of a chance that possibly they would be together. Yeah. Now, one thing I thought
0: was really interesting here is if we if we go back, I can't remember which episode it was from season one, Mm -hmm. but there's the part where Susan tells Michael that she's been offered a job in Amsterdam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know she's wanting to take Walt with her there, and in this episode she's gotten a job in Rome. Yeah. And she's wanting to go there, and the whole point is he's. Trying to keep her from leaving the country with Walt, right? So I've got the timeline all messed up in my head. Obviously, he's just a little baby. Whenever she's going to go to Amsterdam, yeah. And in this episode, we see him at the end, and he's a little older. Yeah, he's probably you know five or six years old, or no, probably not. He's a little younger than that. Yeah, he.
1: Probably, I'd say three, but yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's it's it, what was weird to me because, like you said, in the. Previous episode, we saw obviously they went to Amsterdam, but I didn't get the significance of why Amsterdam was any different than Rome for Michael. You know, it's like, you know, I mean,
0: yeah, it's like he's already allowed her to leave the country and go to Amsterdam, yeah, you know, with a younger Walt. And like, did they come back to the United States at one point and you know, now they're going to leave again and go to Rome? that just that whole situation is really messed up in my mind.
1: Yeah, because in the actually in the previous episode also, if I remember right, it's been quite some time ago, but she had said something to the effect that she that that um they wanted to adopt um my uh, walled out right, you know, uh, right. that basically giving all of the rights away. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't understand the conflict still. I mean, Right. I mean, I'm sure this is still part of that, but was this a two-year mm-hmm. battle? Right.
0: I think the way the timeline works in terms of, you know, Walt and Michael and Susan is the very first thing that happened was, you know, her sitting down with Michael when Walt was a little baby. Right. And saying she was going to leave. Yep. And at that time, she hadn't met Brian. She right. had just been offered a job and had to go to Amsterdam. And then, you know... But well, she met Brian,
1: remember, because he said...
0: Well, Brian was the guy that hired, hired her for her. the job. But then after yeah. she got okay, there is when you. they kind of hooked up. You. And then later, you know, when Michael's talking to her on the phone, mm-hmm. she's already met Brian. Yep. They're dating. And that's when Michael gets hit by the car and goes into the hospital. Yep. And then Susan comes to visit him. And that's when she tells Michael that they want to adopt Walt. Right. Or Brian wants to adopt Walt. Right. Um, and then now we have this episode, which takes place after that. Because... At that point in the hospital, that's the first Michael had ever heard about them wanting to adopt Walt. Because right. remember, he, they're walking down the hall, she's pushing his wheelchair, and he stops it. It's like he hasn't heard anything about this before.
1: Yeah, okay, so this is before she I came...
0: Now this what we saw in this episode took place after all of that.
1: Okay, well, but he was already healing from the, the accident. Yeah, he was
0: completely healed from the accident because but, they made reference to his hospital bills being paid for.
1: Because she was, okay... Okay, I'm talking about when they when this this episode mm-hmm. is before or after he was in. I mean, oh yeah, the hospital. It's
0: after he was in the hospital.
1: Okay, uh, I'm just trying to check this in my mind, and this may be boring <laughs> for all of you out there. Yeah. But let me get this straight. So, no, but, I think
0: there there is something here. Either a part of the story we haven't heard, or
1: something is weird going on. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, wasn't he, she going to Australia? When didn't she say when she talked to him in the hospital? Well, that she. I don't I don't recall that but I know there are she said this is an opportunity Brian's got the opportunity to take over this right this company But that was much later that all happened
0: right before um they crashed on the island because remember she was feeling ill and then got sick and died Yeah but they I'm were in she, Australia then Well
1: I know that but I thought she told Michael that's why she they were going to Australia at the hospital, mm-hmm. I thought she said, you know, look, you know, this is an opportunity. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna, and, um, let's, you know, let's take a let's look. Let's, 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 yeah. let's take a look at that left so Okay.
2: Here. Yeah. Yeah. He lives in Amsterdam with his mom. Ever get to visit him? No. no. Not yet. Had a little, Yeah you know, run in with the car. Never mm-hmm. know what to write. About a joke. Oh no. What kind of joke? How about what's black, white, and red all over? Yeah, a newspaper, right. A penguin with a sunburn.
0: (laughs) That's really tough.
2: (laughs) Trust me, mother of four talking here. He'll get a kick out of it. (laughs) Hello, Michael. Susan? Finally called Andy when I hadn't heard from you in over two months. I had to hear about your accident from him. You should have called me. Yeah, well, you know, considering how our last conversation went. I'm so sorry about that. did you bring Walt? No, no. He's at home. Oh. With Brian. what are you doing here, anyway? I came to see you. So I look pretty good, huh? (laughs) Not that bad. (laughs) Nurses say you're expected to make a full recovery. Yeah, after a year of physical therapy. A year? I'm covering all your medical costs. What? I've already spoken to the hospital administrator, and all your bills are coming directly to me. What is this about? Brian and I are getting married. I'm nice, but, uh... no, no, you don't have to say anything. Just listen. We're moving to Italy at the end of the month. Brian's taking over the firm's Rome offices. Sounds like Brian's on a roll. And he wants to adopt Walt. <laughs> no, I, I know this is hard, but just think about it. You're kidding me, right? Consider what's best for Walt. You can keep holding on if you want, but ask yourself, why are you are doing that? Is it really for him? Or is it for you?
0: And then here's the clip from this episode.
2: Did you hurt your leg? Got hit by a car. Ow. Yeah. So this is the paperwork your ex-wife sent over. She's not my ex-wife, man. She's... She's just Walt's mother. Is She, uh, Susan, she just got a job in Rome with a boyfriend. They want to take Walt with him. Oh, don't worry, I'm gonna take over Terry, Maybe Mr. Don. Dawson. All right, sorry. Dawson. So this boyfriend, this is this guy, Brian Porter? Yeah, why, well, what's it say? It seems that Susan wants you to relinquish your rights as Walt's father, so that Mr. Porter can adopt him. She wants me to sign my son away? It's the only way they can proceed with the adoption, yeah. Listen, if you sign this document legally, he'll be no different than any other kid you pass in the street. You'll be giving up your paternal rights. All of them. Yeah, so then can I stop her from going? Well, I guess we could file an injunction so she couldn't leave the city, but. Yeah, that, that, I want to do that. Right. Um, Mr. Dawson, the fact that you came in through these doors, that tells me something. It tells me that I'm the best that you can afford. If we go forward with this, it's gonna take money. A lot of it. Even at my rates. This is David and Goliath, so I gotta ask you, you, sure you wanna do this? They're not taking my son away. Hi. Were you lawyers? Uh, I told them I wanted to talk, just you and me. But if you want yours, I understand. No. It's okay. I think you're gonna win. Excuse me? In court, I think you're gonna keep me from leaving the country with Walt. But I just... have to ask you why. Why what? Why are you doing this? He's my son! Since when, Michael? Look, I know you don't care about what's best for me, but... In Rome, I'll be a senior partner at the firm. I'll be able to give Walt anything he needs. You're still on disability, Michael. You can't work. You're about to be evicted from your apartment. You got your lawyers checking up on me now? of course I did, just like you had your lawyers checking up on me. Nobody's winning here. Then stop. Michael, the first thing you need to do is take care of yourself. You need to get healthy. You need to get back on your feet financially so that you can get back to pursuing your art. You have rare talent as an artist, Michael. But how are you going to do that, any of that, and still be a part of Walt's life? I'll do it by doing it. Walt is my responsibility, too. Then let him go. Because it's not about you or me, it's... It's about him. I don't want to go to court, Michael. So please, just...
0: So to me, it looks like, um, there for one, there wasn't very much time between the scene with he and Susan in the hospital Mm -hmm. and the scene where he's talking to his lawyer for the first time. Right. Yeah. So, um, to me, the timeline now seems like initially Susan left the country, went to Amsterdam, was Mm -hmm. there for a while, started dating Brian, and then they decided to get married about the same time. Um, Brian had the opportunity to go to Italy and take over a branch there. Right. So that's when they were going to move to Rome. Right. And so, um, let's see, it looks like in that brief period of time, um, you know, Michael decides he's going to fight fight them wanting to adopt Walt. Yeah. And I guess by filing an injunction he forces them to come back to the United States or something. I don't know how that, know how that works, but
1: yeah, I think, um, I guess what I gained from watching it again was I'm not exactly sure how, I, if, if I've, I, I kind of feel like maybe there might have been a little bit of time to pass there, just the fact that. Maybe a I month mean, or she, two or something. She said something they have mentioned, made reference to the fact that they paid his medical bills, which right. is intensive, like, Yeah, two weeks, several and weeks recovery and all that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when she saw him, he was still in the hospital, so that still had to come. Right. Um, but then, um, I I think about they had to come back in order to go through the procedure of the mm-hmm. adoption. Right. You know, I mean, she couldn't do that over you know overseas. Right. They actually had to be in in the country for that. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason why I thought maybe they probably came back for that. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that makes much more sense now than it yeah. did before. So we can <laughs> move for on that. from that. For yeah. Now. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's just kind of well. For one thing, we did find out that it seemed like Walt has definitely moved. Uh, you know, three countries in a very short period of time. Right. You know, so yeah, there's a
0: whole lot of moving they've been doing makes this in a couple of years. Right. Makes yeah.
1: sense. Whenever he told Michael earlier that he didn't want to leave the island at first, Right. he didn't want to he move again.
0: Yeah. Back on the island, we see Locke going down into the hatch, mm. you know, which happened in the previous episode, but we're just now seeing it in yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, as Locke gets into the hatch, um, he takes his shoes off. Yeah, um, got to
1: be, you know, to make sure he do not track any dirt in. Yeah.
0: I'm guessing, you know, to keep from making noise yeah, exactly. as he walks, I guess. I don't know.
1: That's what I thought.
0: Um, he then finds the Octagon logo we saw in the last episode. Mm-hmm. We saw it very briefly a couple of times.
1: Which makes me think there's a UFC fighter living yeah. in the basement of the <laughs> island. So. The Octagon. Yeah.
0: And uh, in the middle of the logo is what looks like a swan. Yeah. I thought it was a snake at first, but then the bottom of it got bigger. Yep. So it was like a, either a weird-looking snake or a swan uh, or something.
1: I thought uh, swan, and mm-hmm. I was just thinking like Loch Ness Monster. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, that's you true. Know, it it like does sound like that, too. Weird monster thing. So,
0: But then written across the middle of the logo is the word Dharma. Mm-hmm. D-H-A-R-M-A. You know, is this the company that Desmond was working for?
1: Well, I mean, it points to it because... You know, he, he gets his jumpsuit on and it has mm-hmm. it on there. Everything that he touches has, you know, well, you know, like the medicine and things like that had it. Right. So it, it makes it seem, as of right now, I, I feel like Desmond is working for this Dharma uh, right. group. Mm-hmm. And then a lot continues through the hatch
0: and we see some, you know, wall art that's in the middle of the wall. It's a large sun. The thing, there were lots of things there, yeah. but the things that I noticed were a really large sun in the middle. Um, with the numbers 108 mm-hmm. printed across it, mm-hmm. uh, which is their flight number.
1: Yep. <laughs> so there it is again.
0: And uh, there are also a lot of little stick figures, as well as as the faces of you know two people, um, one white, one black. Yeah. And those those faces are really large. The stick people are really small. Uh, yep. And but you can tell there's there's information there that would help us if we had any clue what it meant.
1: Yeah. I was trying to scan the wall as fast as I could with my uh-huh. eyes and you, you did a much better job of describing it. I would have <laughs> been, I just saw graffiti of some sort. And yeah, but I, I was,
0: paused it and looked at it for a while yeah. just just to make sure I could see what I could figure out from it. Yeah. Uh, mystery here. Uh, Locke finds Kate. Um, and then he's confronted at gunpoint by Desmond mm-hmm. um, who asks Locke, are you him? Yeah. Um, who do you think this him is?
1: Well, I initially thought Locke, like Locke thought, you know, Uh I mean, that's my, that's my, that's my thought is that it's, it's, it's Locke because I mean, he's had these weird encounters and Uh so I mean, I, and I believe at that moment from what I've seen, that's what Locke thought as well. Right.
0: Yeah. That was my next question is, you know, Locke responds, yes, you know, I am him. Yeah. Um, so do you think that Locke's playing along and trying to make Desmond think that he's this guy that Desmond's w- looking for? Mm-hmm. Or do you think that Locke genuine be- genuinely believes that he
1: is this guy? No, I think he believed he was that guy. That yeah,
0: he obviously, you know, feels that he has a special connection with the island. Yep. And, you know, therefore, maybe um, he thinks that that he is the guy that Desmond's been waiting for. Yeah, you know, most being definitely. Being the special guy that he is. And then to test him, you know, Desmond says to him, what did one snowman say to the other snowman? And I like the the deer in the headlights look that <laughs> yeah, Locke has after I'm that. He's not their guy, guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And, you know, it's like he's going to try to play along, but then he finally says, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no kidding. I I was like, I, for my thoughts on that was when Locke found out that he wasn't the guy, I was like, how humiliating, you know, yeah. and how like, because he had set this whole time up that, when he got there, he kind of had this attitude like, I've arrived, you know. And uh-huh. It was all about him getting in that hatch. He had all the answers all about him. Right. And he gets there and he's like, uh,
0: There's something even
1: bigger than yeah. him going on here. Exactly. And he
0: has no clue what it is. Yep. Yeah, I I think that's interesting that, you know, so far, Locke has been really privy to a lot of things mm-hmm. that have been going on on the island. But this has no clue. He has no, no clue about it.
1: it from there, I, I assume that it was... Um, the other special one, which is Walt. Mm-hmm. That's who, where I jumped from there.
0: Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think of that.
1: Yeah. it could be. <laughs> I was like, I, I went from, <clears throat> because the only other one that really we've noticed that had some abilities on this island and right. is, is Walt.
0: Yeah, and with it being kind of a riddle, yeah, it's kind of a kid's exactly. game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that's really interesting. Yeah. And then, um, you know, of course, Desmond tells him, you're not him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Desmond is leading Locke and Kate, you know, through the hatch, and we see a wall that is absolutely filled with tally marks. Yeah, yeah. You know, where Desmond has been counting the days he's been in there, we assume. Yeah. Um. You know, Desmond is about to tie Locke up when Locke tells him that it's pointless to tie him up, because Kate's the fugitive, and she should be tied up.
1: Yeah, that part was weird to me, though, because, I mean, like, Desmond's just so quick to be like, oh, good point. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like... How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't I don't know I, I don't know if if he's just this guy that believes everything that he's told or what but it was right. very very quick you know to change his thoughts and uh, go along with it so. Yeah. Uh,
0: the next thing I had was you know we've kind of mentioned this already the scene where Susan's lawyer is just grilling Michael oh, over and over again awful. was just painful. You know the thing that made me angry is it wasn't Michael's fault that Susan decided to leave. Right. and take Walt with her. And like and here's Michael just trying to defend mm-hmm. you know, him wanting to have Walt in his life in whatever way he can. And here he is getting, you know, thrown in the mud. Yeah. Because he cares. Exactly. Yeah. And it made me angry, man. Oh yeah. Me,
1: oh. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking, you know, I was like, I mean, obviously the court system and being what it is, is you know, you always hear about these cases where you got a parent that really wants to be in a child's life and right you know, I've heard, you know, males say, hey, if you go to court for your your kids and and they're going to side with the mother every time and it just, to me, it just kind of brought a little more reality maybe to that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I hope it's not as bad as what we saw but like I was thinking, oh my goodness, all he wants to do is be a part of his kid's life. right?
0: And it's like, you know, yeah, she wants to adopt Walt and you know, make their new little family with yeah. Brian
1: and all that. But what's that?
0: But, you know, and it's one thing that, you know, Michael hasn't really been a part of Walt's life, but it's not his not, choice. Yeah, not his choice at all. And, and like, for her to try to yank, you know, every bit of connection that he has with Walt away just seemed really ugly yeah. on her part.
1: Oh, I thought so. I, I mean, it, it, it was even in the scene that we showed. It's like she kept saying stuff, like, to him, like... uh Michael would say something like I'm his father and she's mm-hmm. like since when you know yeah. and he, he would be like you know he would try to retaliate and she's like you know nothing about him and mm-hmm. you know I was like it's because of you you're, you know you're the one that caused yeah. all these things <laughs> yeah. not because of him right it just aggravated me too whenever she not just a lawyer but mm-hmm. but Susan was tearing into him
0: right and she seemed to have a little bit of compassion you know she was sitting there and you could tell it was uncomfortable and yeah she didn't say anything
1: no but then the next scene when it's just her and you know Michael Mm -hmm. it's like she's kind of trying to convince him this is the best for Walt this is the best Uh for for you Michael how are you gonna you know start your art back he's like (laughs) forget art I see now why he doesn't do art anymore right that's at least in my mind that's Uh why he quit art because right. Art took, uh, or that's what she used as leverage. She as an excuse, yeah.
0: yeah. Right. Yeah, and to me, it's really interesting that um, it kind of looks like, I mean, it wasn't the island because the island wasn't there yet, but right. the events that have happened since then have been going towards bringing Walt you know, Walt and Michael back together. Yeah. You know, from Susan getting sick and dying yeah. to Brian deciding that he didn't really want to take care of him after she was gone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it's been really been trying to bring them back together yeah, most something definitely.
1: has Some, yeah something definitely has <coughs>
0: So, uh, but, now, f-
1: but now they're apart again which right yep. it, it's like dang yeah.
0: I had a note about that a little bit later too okay. but we can go ahead and talk about that now it's like what's happening now on the island is very similar you know Walt has been taken away from mm-hmm. you know Michael and it's you know totally out of his control exactly so yeah that is that is really interesting
1: but this time he gets a chance to fight back <clears throat> Right, yeah, and he, that's why he was on that raft, and he mm-hmm. said, "I'm going to get my son back." Right,
0: um, on the island, we find out that they've been on the island for 44 days. Yep. Uh, so I just thought that was we keep track of that, so we know what kind of timeline we're dealing with. Yeah, now. It feels so much more lo- so much longer than that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but yeah, 44 that's days all, so far.
1: Even though know, 44 days on an island, you know, is. I mean that's a ton of time because right. I mean at that point I think you're thinking yeah we're here forever yeah. nobody's coming to find us mm-hmm. No, you know
0: yeah it is just about the time where you would start to say well all. you know we're probably not going to be rescued yeah um, Charlie and Clear are talking and you know Clear finds one of his Mary statues from the plane mm-hmm. um, it's filled with heroin but she doesn't know it yet yeah um, he tells her he found it in the jungle uh, she says I didn't know you were a religious guy and he says you know I'm not It just might come in handy, you know, be a nice thing to have around. Yeah. Do you think Charlie's close to a relapse or is this just kind of something that he's toying around with and likes the idea of being able to to use it if he decides he wants to?
1: Um, I can't separate those two out. If he likes the idea of having around and the idea of that's on the verge of a relapse, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. I it, I hate it. I mean, like the fact that I just want it Claire to actually drop it and find it and then confront him immediately. Right. Not let it be in his mind, not let uh-huh. him fight it. But what kind of drama is that for TV?
0: Yeah. <laughs> a mystery here. Uh, Sawyer realizes that the boat the people were in that took Wald away yeah. was not a long range boat. Big
1: um, Good observation by Sawyer.
0: Yeah. And it would have to have come from the island or somewhere nearby. I thought that was pretty clear from the beginning. Like, I never yeah. really thought this was just like a a, a rogue group of people no. that decided to come out and look for a kid on a boat to kidnap, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I don't know that Michael assumed it was from anywhere else other than the island. Yeah. You know, like, but Sawyer definitely made it I, seem that way, <laughs> and, and then Michael didn't fight back and be like, duh, obviously, yeah. you
0: know. I mean, maybe they were the writers were just trying to make sure that it was clear to us that... Yeah. You know, hey, somebody that was on this island are those are the people that took Walt. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't get that, <laughs> yeah, here it is. Hit just you in the case. Head with it, yeah. But, um, um Susan meets with Michael one on one to talk about this. We heard this in our clip before. Uh-huh. Um, you know, obviously, she's just wanting Michael to give up so she can take him and be done with it and not have to go through the court case. Yeah, and you know, we have to assume that. Michael agree with what she said. You know, she basically was saying that it was, you know, in Walt's best interest and mm-hmm. he really just needed to get on with his life and take care of himself. Yeah, some way. So did. she must have agreed or he must have agreed with her. Yeah. And just decided to give in and, you know, call off the trial and all that.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it kind of immediately alludes to that. But I go back to it's like she asked him in the hospital or she told him in the hospital that her and Brian were getting married. Susan and Brian were getting married. Mm-hmm. Brian wanted to adopt Michael. Walt. or excuse yeah. me. Well, he wanted. There's a rumor going around yeah. that originally he wanted to adopt Michael, but they it changed was just it at the last yeah, moment? they changed it. But that's a creative team that we're working with. Right. They can do yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so no, I, he wanted to adopt Walt, uh, but Michael at that point had not given him that right. So he, right. I mean, they were still fighting, even if it was just a few six, you know four or five, six months. It was mm-hmm. still a battle because I guess whenever they left the scene in the hospital originally, mm-hmm. I thought Michael had pretty much decided to go ahead and let her do that. Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I thought so too, but um, to me, you know, I think Michael probably had, you know, some kind of fighting chance or else she wouldn't yeah, have come in if and she, said that. she
1: said that. I think you're going to win.
0: Right, and for him to give in, I mean, it says a lot yeah. because if he, if he knows... You know, okay, if I go through with this and go to court, I'm going to be able to retain, you know, yeah. being my, Walt's father. And instead, he decided not to.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he was faced with, I mean, she brought some pretty hardcore stuff in on him. She's like, uh-huh. look, you're on disability. <laughs> you know, you can't work. Right. You can't do anything. You're about to lose your apartment. Right. You know, and I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, <laughs> like he probably sat there and thought, wow, what kind of life can I give as much to mm-hmm. myself? I really do love him, I guess. I'd let him have a better life. I mean, that's got to be the hardest thing in the world to be put through. Yeah, no
0: doubt. Well, back on the island, uh, Kate gets loose and ends up finding a huge pantry full of Dharma-branded food. Yeah. I mean, they had, like, everything. They
1: did. (laughs) It looked very similar to other foods that I see out, but it was a Dharma brand.
0: Uh And as if we didn't, you know, have enough evidence already, it really makes it clear that this dharma company or whatever is huge yeah it's I massive mean, they do everything they have their own food already own and, candy bars right yeah yeah <laughs> their own apollo candy bars i think yeah. they are uh-huh. but yeah they um so it's just another um bit of evidence that shows us what we're dealing with
1: in yeah. terms of this dharma group. but why right well you know that's why i mean yeah we still have no clue why why does this company have all this stuff i mean right so for so <laughs> for desmond uh-huh. you know, They yeah. created a company for desmond <laughs> you know, have fun yeah yeah so a mystery
0: here, and okay. uh, this kind of ties into that, you know, Locke is telling Desmond about the plane crash uh, and, and Desmond says, you know, so the world is still out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, to which Locke responds as far as I know. Yeah. So clearly Desmond has either been told or just assumed that some, you know, something cataclysmic thing right. has happened. That's, you know, ended the world or something. Yeah. He then asks Locke, you know, how many of your group have gotten sick? You know, we, this is the second time we've heard about this sickness from Danielle, which may have been the same thing. Yeah, maybe exactly. Not. Yeah. Um, Locke clearly has no idea what he's talking about. Um, he asked if that's why it says quarantine on the outside of the hatch. Mm-hmm. And uh, just then we hear a beeping noise coming from the loudspeaker. Yeah. Same the
1: beeping noise that we heard before.
0: Right. What the very beginning of the first, the first episode, episode of, yeah. of this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the same noise we heard. Um Desmond runs into the computer room and asks Locke if he knows how to use the computer and you know Locke notes that he hasn't seen one of those types of computers for 20 years. Right, yeah. So very old outdated computer equipment.
1: I'm sure it's a Mac though if it's still operating. I think actually it is. Yeah, I no, think it it's is. like an Apple 2 I that think. one of the ones <laughs> I first learned on. I'm serious. Yeah. It's like an old school, you know.
0: But um you know I thought it was interesting that everything else down there has been updated. Yeah. The dishwasher, all that, you know, the washer and dryer.
1: It's it, but it's weird. Some things have, some things haven't. Right. It's like this.
0: I wonder how they've decided which things. Yeah. Were, you know, you'd think if this computer is as important, <laughs> no as it seems to be, they would update it. I, I mean, mean, seriously. I mean, it, unless they're afraid they can't make the switch in you know 108 minutes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, he only needs certain capability, and that's to right. put in putting in the numbers. The numbers. I mean, right. if he had a, he had a MacBook Pro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he probably could surf the web and find out, hey, yeah. there is a world out there. You know? right.
0: Or rig up a macro that exactly. do it automatically for him each yeah. time. So.
1: They want him to physically go over. Right. And,
0: and you know what he ha- what he has him type in are of course the numbers. Oh yeah. Um, the, the old the numbers. The ones we know so well by now. And then he hits execute mm-hmm. and lock does so. And a timer on the wall resets to 108.
1: Oh, 108 again, huh?
0: Right. <laughs> so we have the 108 on the wall, the flight number 108, Yeah. yeah all kinds of stuff. It's going to get real difficult to keep this stuff straight after really? a while. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, the counter was down to like two minutes before he yeah. typed in the numbers and the, the, the buzzer was going off and he puts it in, resets, goes back to 108. The alarm goes off.
1: Yeah. It's and obviously a, very important because Locke mm-hmm. asks him, what's it going to do? Right. And he's like, just do it. You know I mean? He's yeah. freaking out about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's, he's clearly pretty excited about it. Yeah. And just then Jack shows up. Uh, we see everything from the last episode mm-hmm. just from a different perspective. Um, and Jack realizes that this guy is, you know, Desmond. Right. The guy that he met while he was running just after performing the surgery on right. Sarah. Yeah. So, another mystery here. Okay. Michael and Sawyer are still in the water. And we see a shark swimming through the water. Yeah, and tell us what's so special about that
1: shark. Well, come on, okay. You got an octagon with the Dharma logo on right. or the Dharma on the logo on the, on the backside of the the fin. Um, yeah, and it's it's you know I I saw that and I was like seriously they control the sharks you you know <laughs> are they they're that's the Dharma sharks you know mm-hmm. um, so. I don't know. It's like this thing. This comp- It just made me think, okay, it's not just the an island. It's this whole area. It's like a compound. Is there. controlled by Dharma, yeah. Yeah, I mean, literally put me in the mind of like a Truman Show type environment uh-huh. where, you know, at some point if they hit, went on out, they'd hit a wall. Right. You know, it's like... Yeah, it, it brings... It. It,
0: and um, now this is an interesting note too. I think it's this episode. Um, if not, it's the next one. Okay. I not remember. But um, I think... Yeah, Locke tells Desmond that, you know, a day ago or two days ago, before people left left on a raft. uh And Desmond says a raft and kind of laughs. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, this goes back again to our, you know, snow globe theory we've talked about a couple Mm of times. So they've got this area where Dharma... Seems huge. They've mm-hmm. got control over everything, even the sharks. Mm-hmm. I mean, either that's a real shark with a you know a logo on it, yeah. or it's like a mechanical shark. We don't know. Yeah,
1: but, I didn't know. I, but I, either way, it doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> that Dharma has control, and I guess that does kind of, you know, give a little bit of credence to the whole theory of the snow globe. And, yeah, because if it were just an island in the middle of the ocean, it would be a little harder for them to control exactly. all this stuff. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. I mean, what do you think about the whole issue of the number, typing in the code, it resets the alarm, all that stuff?
1: You know, it's, once again, it's like the numbers, okay, from Hurley's standpoint, Hugo's standpoint, mm-hmm. they're bad. Right. You know, and we got this this Desmond that's saying, if we don't put these numbers in, something bad's going to happen. Right. So... I, you know, I I don't understand. Like at this point, I don't know why Desmond's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He, he did say that, uh, you know, that he that, or he just said put him in. He didn't tell Locke why. He didn't tell anything about it. He just said just do it. You know, and so I I can't tell if this is just one of the, another one of these observations. Mm-hmm. You know, which is my first thought. It's like you know Desmond's part of this thing too, right? And he's just being observed as well mm-hmm. in his circumstance, but. Uh, or if he doesn't put those numbers in, something real, it really will bet, right. you know, happen.
0: Now, what, what's interesting to me is, you know, cl- clearly some of the stuff in that hatch is old. Yeah. I mean, it's been down there 60s, 70s, you know. Yeah. And if we know that the numbers originated 16 years ago, mm-hmm. to me, is there a connection between the fact that they have to type in those numbers on the computer and the fact that those people that were in that, Oh, I forget the Navy observation heard tower. They heard those numbers, like almost like they by someone that. typing them in. They picked it up somehow. They picked that up in an audible form. I don't know how, but
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a good. Th- I mean, that's a good thought. I mean, I I, I didn't think about that, but um, the numbers have brought everybody to that island, right? And we know?
0: now see, you know, man, this is really hard to explain. By those people hearing those numbers, it's mm. brought them there. Yeah. But for the person down in that hatch typing in those numbers, it's, it's like kept them there every you know hour and a half or however how long uh-huh. that is. They've been putting those numbers in over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So while these other people may just have like one or two experiences involving these numbers, uh-huh. that person has like a much less mysterious and dramatic. Encounter with the numbers—they're just yeah. putting them in. Yeah. So it's like to me, it seems like that's somehow the kind of the origin of these numbers. Mm-hmm. It's not that you know somebody happened to hear those numbers and say, "Well, let's use those numbers to program this computer no. and make the person put those in over and over and over again." Right. It's like that is where they originated.
1: Yeah, from. I I feel like the well, I feel like this Dharma group origin it is the one that created the numbers. Yeah. For and, and probably. Or that system, or whatever right. it is, and that that environment that they're in, and mm-hmm. I agree with you on that definitely. But I don't, I still don't know the significance of them, or right, or why they why. have mysterious yeah.
0: powers, and yeah, that part we still have no clue yeah. about. But in I can terms safely of, say
1: that they're probably dharma numbers, and they were right. originated there.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so too. But yeah, I mean, I I, I can't imagine how the writers are going to explain to us how these numbers have the magical powers that they seem to have. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm comfortable with saying right now that we know where the numbers originated from. Right.
1: I mean, well, I guess I could see how the writers could say it because <coughs> if they can control uh, sharks, you know, they can control lottery yeah. numbers. Yeah, that's know. true. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could if they want a Hurley to win the lottery and, right. you know, It could have been. Yeah, if
0: this Dharma has the resources to do some of these things, Mm -hmm. it's very possible that in a really, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for, in a really ordinary way could Mm -hmm. have an effect on those lottery numbers. Exactly. hey, we're going to give you $50 billion if you make these lottery numbers. Exactly. Because we need Hurley to To win the lottery so this can happen and then this can happen and then eventually he'll come to this island.
1: Yeah, and see that once again it makes... Makes me look again back at okay, Hurley thinks they're bad luck because everything that after the lottery he put towards those numbers, right? You know, the same guy uh-huh. was in Australia, it what you know, his wife said, There's no such thing as it, it's just mm-hmm. he in his own mind made the connection,
0: right? Well, let's look at this for a minute. Um, let's say that you know, these numbers originated from Dharma mm-hmm. and they needed. Hurley to get that at Ad Island, right? So basically, their their starting point is we need Hurley, and then everything in between are the circumstances that they create, right? To get him there, uh-huh. so he wins the lottery with these numbers, right? Um, you know, these bad things start happening because of him winning the lottery. At least from his yeah, perspective, from his perspective, yeah. And you know, those things are all things that could have been orchestrated by Dharma. I yeah. mean, could I have. doubt they gave his grandfather a heart attack. Oh yeah, but, but there's also
1: I mean, could have. There, like his grandma's, uh, Greg Paul having a heart attack and his mom hurting her leg. Right. Also, they, that'd have been very easy to just throw into that little loop if if, if you're hurly, right. if everything else is going yeah, bad. Yeah, exactly.
0: So then they know that if they create all these weird things that happen because of those numbers, he's go- not going to leave it alone. No. He's going to look into Obsessing it. Obsessive, uh, yeah. And they could have orchestrated events that led him back to Australia. Yeah. You know, because in his mind, that's where they came from.
1: Yeah, we don't know that the guy in the uh, insane, uh, the whatever he is, the psycho- right. psychiatric ward, mm-hmm. or the guy in Australia, we don't know their stories. Yeah, they could don't be know. totally right. fabricated.
0: They could, could work we, for Dharma yeah, and exactly. be actors playing a part yeah. in this. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, if they wanted him on that island, they could have orchestrated those events mm-hmm. that led to him being on that flight back to Los Angeles from exactly. Australia when it crashed. Oh, yeah. And now what's odd, though, is nobody else other than, you know, Danielle has a connection to those numbers.
1: Right. Well, yeah, they don't at this point when who knows where where they'll come in um, to play later. Well, now it looks like Desmond does. And so, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. That that doesn't make a whole lot of sense on that level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me why they would use the numbers to get a couple of people there, Danielle and Hurley. But for the other people, they Is would use a, different means, totally yeah. different means.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: But yeah, that's, that's real interesting. We're starting to get a little bit more information to where mm-hmm. we can at least make up some theories that yeah, halfway exactly. make sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. But um, let's see. The next thing I had was uh, we see a young Walt, you know, seeing his dad for the first time in quite mm-hmm. a while. Um, he tells Walt that there's, they're not going to see each other for a long time, but he's going to have a great life and he'll be taken care of. Right. He says that no matter where you go, uh, that your daddy will love you very much, and I always will. Yeah. He starts to kind of tell him, you know, no matter where you go, I'll love you. Yeah. But decides to just say, your daddy will love you. Yeah. But then he turns around and says, you know, and I always will. Yeah. You know, basically making it clear that he is his father. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, it cuts back to the island, and Michael is extremely upset, you know, says it's his fault, and he never should have brought Walt on the raft and that he's going to get him back. Yep. Um, And like I said earlier, I love how it matches the situation in the past perfectly. Yeah. You know, he's lost Walt and before he let him go this time, he's not going to. Right. right? Yeah, exactly.
1: That's, I think that's the biggest thing that came out of that right there. It's like his attitude has changed. And I think you see it in his face. It's like, he sees this in his own, in his own life. He's like, okay, he's gone once, this time it's my, it's in my hands and and I'm not letting it happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is great. It's a good development for Michael. And yeah, you know, we've had some evidence in the past that, you know, his feelings have totally changed Mm -hmm. and he he really is going to make something of their relationship. Definitely. But this just, just, you know, another proof of that. Yeah. The last note that I had was, you know, the current brings them back to the Island. Mm -hmm. Sawyer says we're home. Yeah. Uh, which is, Pretty big deal, you know, forty four days on the island and Sawyer's calling it home. Yeah. Um, they get back to the beach and they see Jen running out of the out of the jungle. Right. He's tied up and he's saying, udders, udders you know, <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. And then he looks, you know, he gets over to Michael and, and Sawyer, looks toward the jungle and says very clearly, others. Right. Yeah. And we see these others walking towards them with sticks and weapons and oh yeah. All sorts of creepy. Yeah.
1: Very scary. <laughs>
0: So we get our first glimpse of these others.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know who these others were. I mean, they look like some type of tribal right. people. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you they don't look
0: like monsters or scientists. or no, no, they anything look, like that. They They're look like
1: like they've been there a while. Kind of
0: creepy island. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, but I, I'm interested to find out what that group's all about because when, how they got there, you right. know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, very interesting. Well, do you have anything else from the episode?
1: No, I, I, I really enjoyed the episode. Um, uh, just going back to, uh, the Sawyer thing. It's, it's good to see, it was kind of, uh, cool to see Michael and Sawyer work mm-hmm. out or start to like, try to work through some of their issues out there, you know? Right. Uh, well, I mean, even to the fact that Sawyer saved Michael. Right. And, um, he didn't jump right in there and say, "I saved your life." Yeah. You know, even whenever it looks like, right? It's Michael's I mean, he, trying to blame Sawyer, right? And
0: yeah, and he's getting—they're getting a true bond going there. Yeah, but uh-huh. yeah, like you said, I mean, it would have been real easy for Sawyer to turn the fact that he had saved Michael's life right yeah. back around in his face once Michael starts blaming him for Walt being, kidnapped. yeah, definitely.
1: And he sees—I mean—Sawyer gets to see Michael really broken down over. You know, right. Walt being gone, and he yep. even asking, "You okay, Mike?" You know, it's like the fact that he called him Mike. I picked up on that. Yep. It's not right. Michael; it's Mike. And mm-hmm. and then you just start seeing, okay, this may give Sawyer something to live for. He start, right. you know, he gets to also rescue a child, you know, and that child that, you know, he was destroyed as a kid and you just kind of see, I see it going that direction that, you know. Definitely
0: some redemption coming to Sawyer and Mm -hmm. some much needed improvement to his character.
1: (laughs) That's all I had though. It was a great episode.
0: Yeah, it was. Well, we have something new here we wanted to try out. Um, Basically, the idea is that we're going to have a bit of a contest. I'm not sure how often it'll happen Probably just every once in a while, we'll go ahead and do it. The idea is we'll pick a really obscure scene, portion of a scene, maybe even just a couple of lines. We'll perform those <laughs> to the best of our ability. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. And then um, basically what we need you guys to do is tell us which you know season, which episode um, that line or lines came from. And in return for that, we're going to give out some handsome rewards. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, The first reward will be either the Lost Season 4 complete DVD set, or if you're not quite to that point yet, you can choose any of the seasons that you want. That's good And we'll give you a complete DVD set of that season. And the entries must be received by Friday, January 9th. And we'll choose a winner from all of the correct responses at random. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll announce the winner on that Friday, January 9th show.
1: And by at random, we mean I'm going to get yeah. the prize.
0: <laughs> and by random, I mean me. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we'll, um, all the people that send in the correct response, so you'll be uh, put into a hat and selected, and you will receive a season of your choice on DVD. And if you're one of those Blu ray people, we may even consider giving you Blu ray. Check you out. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, here we go. And action.
1: It just can't happen. What? He can't grow up here. He can't grow up in this place. And cut.
0: Okay, if you can tell us which season and episode that came from, you will win Lost any season of your choice on DVD.
1: We did such a good job at acting. They probably just like already know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, I could really feel the character coming That oh, was great. So if you know what scene and which episode or which season that came from, we need to send you as much detail as you can to info at lost mystery And we need those entries by January 9th. So is that it? That's it. Well, uh, there will be some other minor changes coming to the show over time as we try to, you know, find ways to spice it up and add more relevant, wonderful content to the episodes.
1: If you um, have any ideas out there as well, uh, what yeah. you'd like to hear uh, on this podcast, um, some stuff that uh, it's not being done or stuff that you heard is being done. Exactly. Let us know. Yeah,
0: we want to find as as many ways as we can to make this, you know, something that's exciting and something you can interact with as much as possible. And if that means us spending our money to <laughs> give prizes to you guys <laughs> we're more than happy to do that So, yeah. well until next time you all have a great day uh, we'll be discussing orientation on the Sunday episode so until then have a great one thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan new episodes are released every Sunday Wednesday and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at LostMysteryPodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at LostMysteryPodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.